This podcast is brought to you by u-discovered.com. This is your new life podcast. I am your host, Craig Willard. And if you want more of life than you've ever had, it starts right now. Welcome to your new life. Welcome back to another episode of Your New Life Podcast. I am your host, Craig Willard, and this is episode number 14. Wherever you are in life right now, wherever it is, at whatever level of success and or happiness you have, I would have to make an assumption that you want more, that you want more out of life, you want more happiness, more you want more success, but how do you get it? And obviously, we're speaking on a very general level here. But let's go through my top 10 tips to being more happy or to be happier and to become more successful. You ready? All right, let's do it. Number one. Believe you can and then act. Believe you can and then act. How many times in your past did you think that you couldn't? And in the end, you actually could. How many times did you think something was impossible, yet it wasn't? Because you accomplished it. And we oftentimes think things are impossible until we get them done. And then we realized they weren't impossible at all. The power of belief is so, so strong. And I, have, I won't go into detail here, but the power of belief is so flipping strong. Whether you say you can or you can't, you are absolutely right. So if you want to be happier, you must believe that you deserve it. And then you must act accordingly so that you can become happier. Removing things out of your life that are not happy. Removing even people, friends, that bring you down, that aren't on your team and helping you get where you want to be, which also means that you help them get where they want to be too. It goes both ways. So tip number one, believe it and then act. Because you can believe everything in the world. You can dream the biggest dream. But you have to act. Tip two. This one's good. Focus on what you can control. And if I had to guess, I would make another assumption that most people focus more on what they can't control than what they can control. The problem with focusing on what you can't control is simply you can't control it. It isn't uncontrollable. Therefore, you're burning your wheels, your energy, everything else to do something in which you have no power whatsoever to change. 
Well, let's talk about the weather. How many times do people complain about weather? How many times do people complain about Mondays? You can't control it. You can't disregard Monday. In fact, it's the only way to Friday. You can't control the weather. You can control how you dress. You can't control Monday, but you can control how you appreciate and see that Mondays are one-seventh of your life that you're absolutely hating. When you focus on what you can control, you can actually make a ton of things happen. And it puts you in the driver's seat of your life, whereas if you go the other route and focus on the things you can't control, you're complaining about something that you can't fix. Except for the fact that you can control how you think about the uncontrollables. See how I did that? Number three, I promise you, every situation, every situation has a silver lining. And it is imperative that you look for it. In every situation, even something as sad as death, as somber as death, there's a silver lining. And it's, it's what you focus on that will change your direction in life, what you will be drawn to. And if you seek out the silver lining, that's finding the good in any situation because there is always good. There is at some level somewhere. If you look hard enough, it's so easy to not. It's so easy to look at what's not the silver lining, to look at the loss or whatever it may be. But if you make a habit of seeking the silver lining, there's no way that you can, that's not going to make you unhappy. That's not going to make you angry or irritated or frustrated. When you seek the silver lining, you will actually become happier. And when you become happier, you become successful. And when you can become successful for the right things, you'll become even happier. There's always a silver lining. And I always said, you know, uh, when, I, when I have a friend that, that lost a family member, and I would, I would ask them about, and there was, this, there was this one situation where I said, well, tell me about your, your, you know, your grandfather. And they just... Raved. I mean, you could see them glow by how special this person was and how they really touched their lives and helped them with direction and all those things. And it, it, I mean, it was amazing. It really was. The silver lining? I said, well, silver lining for your grandfather could, could potentially be the fact that you got to know him. You were graced with his presence in your life in which I was not. I didn't have that luxury. I didn't have that opportunity. You were. And so be thankful that he was in your life and directed your, helped direct your life and mentor you or whatever it is. You know, and whatever that person may be, 
There's a silver lining in relationships, even broken relationships. There's a, there's a silver lining. But oftentimes people are so in tune with what bad happened or how they were wronged that they can't see that. Oh, I was wronged because, you know, they, you know, my, my grandfather was taken from me. Well, I mean, yeah, I guess that you can play that card if you want. What's it going to get you? Is it to your advantage to, to play that card? Is it your advantage to be the victim in a situation? Or are you going to find the silver lining and be thankful for whatever opportunity you had while that situation was there? Whether it was a person, a job, whatever. You know, you get fired from your job because you missed too many days. The silver lining is, I learned a valuable lesson. I probably shouldn't miss so many days. And when I get the next job, I won't do that again. That's on me. Number four. Appreciate and enjoy the journey. Every single day. Every single second. Every single minute. You have decisions to make. Every single second. You're constantly making decisions. You're evaluating one thing from the other, and you're doing it partially subconsciously and partially consciously, but you're making a ton of decisions. And, you know, I think of life as a bunch of doors, and you have two doors in front of you, you make a decision, you go yes or no. And then when that door opens, then it gives you other options, and then it gives you other options, and then you say no, and it gives you another set of options. And there's all these doors. These doors are all these options. But that option, those options, the collection of the options, that's your journey. And it is so important to enjoy and appreciate the journey. People oftentimes get so hung up with where they're wanting to go that they forget to look around. The beauty of this planet, the things around you, we're so fast-paced. I live in the capital city, Kentucky. And to me, I don't drive by the capital and look at it. It's, 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 it's absolutely amazing. We have a wooden covered bridge here in, uh, in the community. It's amazing. We have all these neat things. But because we're around here all the time, we don't really enjoy those things around us. I drive to work, you know. I drive on to work, and I don't think about anything that's around me. Look around and enjoy the life that's around you. Everything around you is living. Everything. It's alive. Everything's alive. So when you're on your journey, have, have points of reflection. Appreciate where you were and where you are. And if you are not happy with where you are, take some time to think about how you got there and then adjust accordingly so that you don't continue to, to, to go that path. Number five, give without the expectation of receiving. Give without the expectation of receiving. 
oftentimes we give with a, with, with a cord. Well, if I did this, then they better do that. Or maybe you, maybe you keep score in a relationship or at work. Well, I mean, you know, I worked an extra five hours. That means I better be able to take off this whenever I want to or, or whatever. When you give without the expectation of receiving, whether it's you know, doing something for a friend or, or whatever, you remove that. Well, when you give without the expectation of receiving, it becomes far more powerful than if you give with the expectation of receiving. Because that's like doing favors for each other with the expectation of, of course, that you're, and well, if I mean, you know, I'll help you move, but when I need to move, you need to help me. That's not the way it works. Just continue to give. And when you give, people will automatically give for you, to you. But if you hold it as an expectation, people will tend not to want to help you. In this world, you got to have people helping you to get where you want to be. You're not going to be able to do it on your own. People don't do things on their own. While you might think you do. Well, I mean, I got this job on my own. Yeah, but you needed somebody to hire you. Needed someone to interview you. You need someone to send you a check. I mowed the yard on my own. Well, yeah, but somebody had to build the mower. Somebody had to sell you the mower. Somebody had to sell you the truck you pulled the mower home with. We don't often think about that. Number six, random acts of kindness. Give them and give them often. Gratitude and kindness. Both are amazingly powerful things that will shape and transform your life for little to nothing. Even a small little note or something that I plan to do here uh, very, very soon. I, I'm, um, I am working on a application that tracks my time. So I schedule certain things on certain days to ensure that I get them done. Very important things to me that I that I need to get done. I, I want to get them done. So I, I'm I'm working with an application. I'm putting in plugging in all those things that I want to ensure that I get done every week. And one of them, one of them, is to put a time period in there to where I call my friends and I check on them and I make sure they're doing okay. Because life gets really busy and we oftentimes forget about our friends. And our friends get around us too. And it's not that we mean to. It's just that sometimes we get so bogged down with what we have to do that we forget the things that we should do and need to do. How about a random act of kindness? Call your friend and just ask them if they're doing okay. Showing that you care about them as an individual without the need of wanting something just to say, hey, I'm just checking on you. It goes a long way. So schedule some time even to call your friends. Send notes, thank you cards. They don't have to be anything special. Stop by and say hi to someone. Open the door for someone. You see someone in need, help them out. See an older individual struggling with their with their groceries, help them out. I promise you, I promise you, do more of those, your life will be happier. 
Number seven, respect yourself and others. People go, well, I have no respect for them. And you still need to respect them. You need to respect that they're a human being and they have a, and they have uh, decisions and ideas and dreams just like anyone else. They may not be yours, but you start to respect, respect them as a human being. And when you respect them as a human being, it's a little more difficult to have negative thoughts about them. I, re- I mean, you know, I have people that I don't particularly care for. But I respect them. I respect that they have a decision uh, to make. They have things in their life, just like I have things in my life, that affect me not only individually, but in my work life and, and in my personal life, both. But you still can respect them. When you find that you respect them, you release them from a lot of things that cause you burdens. Number eight. Dream big, and I mean crazy big. And then, like on number one, where you believe and act, you dream big, and then you act on those dreams. The dreams that you feel are impossible are the ones that you should be seeking. And you've heard this before, that the graveyard is the richest place on the planet because people dreamed big, but they never acted. They took those things with them. There's no telling what this world would be like if everyone that had an idea would not accept anything less than it happening, a dream. And they were able to create it. They, they envisioned it, and they created it. It wasn't there before, but it's there now. Don't just dream, though, small dreams, because they get you nowhere. In fact, you probably aren't even very motivated about them. Dream big. And then start acting on it. Don't know how to envision what it would be like to be in that position, whatever it is. Maybe, you know, we wouldn't have airplanes. We wouldn't have buildings. We wouldn't have boats if people didn't dream big. We wouldn't have iPhones and Android tablets and Google and Starbucks. People dream. Books in general. Everything around you, somebody dreamed up and created seems so simple today. The microphone I'm using right now, somebody created, somebody dreamed it up. You can too. Number nine, treat yourself like you would your mother. This has to do with self-talk. People who are successful and happy are those who speak positively, not only of the people around them, but of themselves. Make sure you treat yourself like you would treat your mother. Now, if you're really mean to your mom, I don't want you to do that. (laughs) But generally speaking, treat yourself like you would your mom. If you would say if you would say the things that you say to yourself, let me let me back up. That was really, that got real confusing for a second. Every day, every day, all day long, you talk to yourself all day long. And if you want to, you can go back to Focus Explained, which is podcast number two, 
And I'll, I'll talk a lot about that. I talk about self-talk, where it comes from, what it means and stuff. But I'm not going to get into that here. Whatever it is that you're talking to yourself about, would you be willing to say those things to your mom? Would you be willing to say whatever it is that's on your mind and point it at your mother and tell her? If you can't pass that test, then you don't have to tell me. This is, this is all for you. If you can't pass that test, then you probably need to change your course of action. So make sure that your, your self-talk is positive. It will change your life, I promise you. And you'll find that if you often talk negatively to yourself, if you start to become more aware, maybe even use a thought journal to write down your thoughts so that you start to see them. If you change those over to positive thoughts and do it more consistently, it becomes more difficult to do the other. It becomes really difficult to have negative self-talk because your, your habit is to look for the positives, is to always talk yourself up, not talk yourself down. You're one to, I mean, we're wanting to be more successful here. We're, we want to be more happy. We can't do that by talking down to ourselves. And then the last one, smile. Smiles change people. They do. Unhappy people frown, or they have flat, or they fake smile. And that does nothing for people. In fact, that drains others around you to the point to where eventually they don't even want to be around you. Smile. Appreciate life. Appreciate the things around you, the opportunities you have. You know, uh, whatever it is that, that is around you, look around and find something to be appreciative for. I remember uh, watching Zig Ziglar do something one day where he said, and, and uh, this isn't exactly how he said it, but it was the whole point. He said that... Uh, somebody he came up to him and said, uh, "I need you to help. I need you to help a friend of mine who hates their job, and they re they really need some help." And so he asked them to look at the things that they loved about their job. This person and this person said, "I don't. I, I just hate my job. I hate it. I hate it. I don't want to be here anymore." And so Ziegler said, "Well, do you hate getting paid?" <laughs> and they're like, "No." Okay. Um, do you hate having friends at work? No. Do you hate taking breaks? No. Oh, so you don't hate everything about your job. So then what he did was he had them write down on a piece of paper all the things that they liked. What do you like about your job? They wrote them all down. Then he said, I want you to do it again, but this time I want you to write love instead of like. I love that I get paid. I love that I have friends at work. I love that I get to take breaks. I love, I love, I love, I love, I love all over. Then he said, all right, now I want you to, in the morning, when as soon as you get up, I want you to say this to yourself out loud every single day. At lunch, I want you to say this to yourself out loud every single day. And at dinner, I want you to out loud, or I'm sorry, not at dinner, but right before you go to bed, I want you to say this to yourself out loud. And for those of you who have coached, who I've worked with in coaching, uh, this sounds familiar probably on some level. But I want you to say this right before you go to bed every single night. 
And I want you to do this for two weeks. And then two weeks later, he went back to her, having to run up on her, and said, how's your job? And she goes, oh my gosh, you would not believe how much I love my job. Nothing changed. So just know that if you want happiness, if you want more success, follow this. Believe that you can enact. Focus on what you can't control. Seek out the silver lining. Enjoy and appreciate your journey. Give without the expectation of receiving. Give random acts of kindness and gratitude. Respect yourself and others. Dream crazy big, crazy big. And act. Treat yourself like you would your mom. And last but not least, every single day, wake up, put two feet on the ground, and smile. I watched, an art, I watched some video earlier today. It was Real Sports on HBO. And a guy who had no arms was competing shooting a bow. And he used his legs and this apparatus around his body. And the one thing he, he did more often than not was smiled. And they asked him if he, was, if he could have his life over again, would he choose to have his arms? I mean, this guy's never been born with arms. He's never had them. He does everything. He eats his own food. He drives with his feet. And I mean like one foot on the pedal and one foot on the steering wheel. And asked him if he would come back with hands. And he said, no, with the biggest smile. So go out there, be more happy, be happier, and be more successful. Why? Because you deserve it. Have a good night.